Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Journey into Light Radio. I'm your host, Nick Long. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, we are live tonight over the next 90 minutes with me and my co-host, Michelle Pletcher. Uh, we will be taking your calls tonight uh, as Michelle will be doing his psychic mediumship readings this evening. Uh, if you'd like to call in and get a reading with her, the phone lines are open. Tonight's number to call in is going to be 929 477 1684 
That's 929-477-1684. After you have called in, please press the one on your phone if you would like a reading tonight. Otherwise, it will just show you're wanting to listen this evening. Uh, we hope you have all had a great week out there. And once again, thank you for being back here on with us at Journey into Light Radio as we're live every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, we welcome you uh, as we have been on the air now for about 11 years and counting. And so uh, if this is your first time joining us. We're very happy you have found your way here, and we hope this is a show that you will um, feel at home at and will want to continue uh, being a part of our show uh, for the weeks and months ahead. Also, if this is your first time uh, hearing about Michelle tonight, you are in for a treat, my co-host. She is a very gifted psychic medium. Uh, She is definitely one one of her kind. Uh, I, Michelle became a part of the show back in 2000 and about 2009, 2010, and has been uh, with us ever since. And uh, she is just, besides an incredible, caring, compassionate lady, she, um, you know, she, she, she truly has one of a kind of a spiritual psychic mediumship gift, and she uses that gift ever so graciously. Uh, to help all um, as many as you can out there who are dealing with grief, loss, uh, if you're, you know, wondering about relationships, travel, finance, all of that, um, you know, but especially, you know, her, her gift, her gift on connecting to the other side is truly one of a kind, and she's had the gift ever since uh, as as a little child and has just grown it more and more and more. Uh, I myself personally have talked with Michelle uh, and had readings from her off the air many times and on the air many times uh, throughout the years. And um, I mean, the the type of closure and healing that can be brought forth through her validations, telling you things only you will know, only you will know. Uh, that alone can provide so much healing, and I have experienced it myself, as I was saying. So I hope uh, if you're thinking about calling in for the first time this evening, uh, I I hope, you know, you will give it some some thought. And, um, you know, because there is no one more compassionate, no one more, um, you know, just strongly connected that I've ever run across in the last 11 years uh, to the other side as Michelle, and that is why we are so thankful and honored to have her on our show, Journey into Light, each and every Sunday here at 7 o'clock. Uh, and so Michelle has also been voted one of the top 10 most trusted psychics in the U.S. and around the world back in 2012, and uh, was also a frequent guest out in San Diego on iHeartRadio. Uh, so if you'd like to find out more about my co-host Michelle, you can certainly do so and or contact her at her website at mediummichelle.com or on her Facebook at Michelle Fletcher. And that is Michelle spelled with one L. Uh, So with that, we're going to take a short little break here. And on the other side, we will be uh, joining Michelle to see how her week has been going, talking to her for just a few, and then we will be getting into your calls this evening right here on Journey into the Light Radio. I am very happy and delighted to announce that Journey into the Light Radio has now successfully been on the air for over 11 years now. 
It is a nonprofit organization dependent on listeners' contributions. 100% of your contribution goes towards the production cost of this show. We hope you will consider donating this evening. You may Vimo your contribution to Michelle Fletcher, or you may PayPal emailing to michellefletcher at me.com. That is Michelle spelled with one L. Both myself and Michelle appreciate your support, and always thank you for being a part of our show each and every Sunday right here on Journey into the Light Radio.
And welcome back here on Journey into the Light Radio. I want to thank everyone that just joined us there over the break. And as I was saying at the top of the hour this evening, we're live tonight with uh, me and my co-host, Michelle Fletcher. Uh, and Michelle is taking your calls for readings this evening. If you're lucky uh, to talk to Michelle, um, you can certainly do so for a psychic or uh, mediumship type reading. Uh, the phone lines are open. So that number is 929-477-1684. That is the call-in number this evening. Once you have called in, please just press the one on your phone so it will show you're wanting to come on the air and speak with us tonight. Also, if this is your first time listening tonight, one of the great tools that our platform does offer uh, is that all our shows are archived all the way back to 2009. <laughs> uh, so if you get a reading tonight, uh, it's a great tool to go back and hear your reading whenever you want, 24-7, as a lot of times a lot of information will come forth or some things might not click right away. Uh, and so it's a great place to go back, rehear your reading, rehear what was said anytime, 24-7, all on our show page. Also there you can find out about our upcoming shows each and every Sunday, as well as links to find out more about or to contact my co-host, Michelle all there on our show page at blogtalkradio.com slash journey into the light. And with that being said, and without further to do this evening, I hope you can all help me give a big warm welcome back to our co-host of the evening and our good friend, Michelle. Welcome back, Michelle. Good evening. Hi. How hello, are you? Hello. Dog. <laughs> Hi. Thank yes. you for I'm all doing of the... Thank you for all of the wonderful. Um, I keep meaning to thank you for all of the kind things you say about me every time oh, I hear it. Oh, oh that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, it's nothing, nothing shy of the truth. So I, uh, you know, and thank you for always being on here each and every Sunday with us. And uh, you know, I know I as well as the callers and listeners out there uh, appreciate you very much and you know, and what you do and what you bring to the show. So thank you for that and your service there. Thank you so very much. And I'm a little little disoriented because generally when we're doing our show, it's completely pitch black out and it's still light. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess that's called daylight saving time. I know, I know. Feeling feeling the same way a little bit. I, I felt that way this morning. Yeah. I was like, wow. I'm kind of tired. And so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, because you know our bodies have this internal clock. So no matter if we, you know, mm-hmm. go to bed an extra hour early or what, you know, the night before, it's still it's still going to kind of you know still messes mess yeah. with you a still little messes bit. With you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And so. Oh, yes, uh, but, you know, the clock's going ahead just shows we are, uh, you know, 11 days, actually, from the uh, start of the official start of spring, so oh my gosh. Uh, not too Yay. far away. I actually saw geese, <laughs> so, geese today, and that is, I saw some geese and some uh, little flying bugs, so I'm like, oh, it is mm-hmm. definitely spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I was just uh, I was seeing this week how a lot of the uh, trees here are starting to starting to uh, really? find their bloom again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's really pretty, uh, you know. And so, 
yes, it's you know finally getting here. Yep, uh, and then right around right around the corner is tornado season. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Always say some prayers for you living in Tornado Valley uh, <laughs> or Alley. Right, gotta, tornado gotta Alley. Get, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> gotta gotta get geared up for it a couple months early, you know. But, but yeah. I think if I live there, if I live there, Nick, I would get on my the first flight out, and I wouldn't come back until it was over. <laughs> Till mid June. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, you know, it probably sounds worse from the outside than it does from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you know, there's a there special kind of person to be able to leave there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you are you're a special kind yeah. of person. <laughs> Living right in the heart of <laughs> the old path. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. But anyways, I uh, was wanting to talk to you briefly tonight uh, before we get into the callers here momentarily about our topic this week. And uh, I think it's a very, uh, very good topic and uh, one that I am very Anxious to hear what you have to say on um, from what you have learned, uh, but uh, you know, it's about uh, addiction and uh, mm-hmm. basically, you know, uh, you know, a lot of times or sometimes, uh, you know, addiction can you know run in the family. Obviously, it can run in genes, and you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, how we call that a um, generational curse. <laughs> mm-hmm, generational curse, yes, and. You know, um, you know, and I, um, you know, had learned, you know, not that long ago, um, you know, in some of my psychology classes that, you know, we were actually all born with these, you know, invisible type, you know, predisposed cups, you know, and based Mm -hmm. on, you know, let's say if you're, if your father's an alcoholic, you know, and he has a, right, and he has a kid that, you know, your set point on your predisposed cup instead of being, say, 30% is now up to, you know, say say it could be as high as, like, 80%. And so so now, mm-hmm. you know, one or two drinks might cause your cup to overflow, whereas at 30%, you know, it's going to take a, much more than one or two drinks. You know what I mean? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so when you learn that, you know, it really – and that and that applies for addiction, mental illness, for you know whatever it mm-hmm. might be. And I think for one, learning that brings a whole lot of you know any any judgment that might be left towards those kind of people are definitely dropped because it's like, well, who you know who am I to say if I was born with a cup that was already at eighty five percent, you know, and all it took was one and a half drinks to you know mm-hmm. for a full blown addiction, you know. Uh, so it really drops mm-hmm. all the judgments, and um, you know. So yes. So so what's your well, what's your drops, take on all that? Yeah. So I always, whenever I talk about these sorts of things, I am definitely take a different approach than the status quo and the norm, the majority. The you know I'm looking at it through the lenses of spirituality, and so that I tend to speak in that way. 
Um, and so, you know, most people may disagree or, um, and that's fine. I, I don't mind disagreement. I, it's just the way I view the world and I definitely have a different perspective and I view the world, um, you know, it's not the norm. I'm a medium, right? <laughs> so I just have a different perspective. And, and so I, I break it down very simple. Um, first of all, an addiction like alcoholism or um, a drug addiction or smoking or, yes, we, we can all agree that those sorts of things are addictions. But then when you start getting into the other kinds of addictions that people would never consider an addiction, such as um, creating constant chaos in one's life, that's an addiction, um, an addiction to pain and suffering, that's an addiction, an addiction to mental thinking. Have you ever met a person who they're just, everything is right in their head, like they're super intelligent and it's everything's head, that's, that's an addiction. Or, you know, we could even call it something different, um, maybe an unhealthy relationship to thinking or an unhealthy relationship to pain and suffering. So, but in my perspective, these things are um, the way that I define an addiction is anything that is constantly pulling you away from the present moment. Mm-hmm. So right. if you um, or say like you have a couple of children and a husband and and you're having a difficult time, maybe you have an issue with intimacy, you may be pulled to suddenly start doing dishes or like, so if you're having, um, you know, an intimate evening with your family and, you know, everyone, you know, we're sitting down and we're watching a movie and you keep having a pop up or, you know, walk around or take bathroom break or that's anxiety. And, and there's, that's an unhealthy, to me, the underlying cause or the underlying issue with the, any addiction that is pulling you out of the present moment is the fear of connect, connecting with another human being and the fear of intimacy. Hmm. Wow. I've never heard, heard it explained like that before, but yes, that does make uh, a lot of sense. Um, almost, you know, light bulb moment when you said that and, um, you know, and that, but, you know, because there's always yeah, a reason, you know, for why it began like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, how to break that cycle, um, let's use the example of, I'm trying to think of an example, uh, creating chaos in one's life. So, you know, as a person navigates through their life journey, um, you start to wake up to these patterns, maybe mid, everyone's different. The millennials are super bright and they may get this much sooner than my generation. My generation, we started waking up to these things like mid forties, we called it a midlife crisis. Well, I think that the millennial group, um, I don't like to label, but that group um, is waking up to these things way earlier, I would say late 20s, mid 30s, where um, they're starting to recognize patterns. So in the process of awakening to an addiction or an issue is you start to realize, wow, because the first part of your life, you're completely in the dark and you're a victim, right? You're, 
everything always happens to me. I, my boss doesn't like me. My husband or boyfriends cheat on me or, you know, whatever it is. There's just the constant chaos in one's life. And then you start to realize how is this always happening to me? And you start awakening to that, like something's creating this, something's causing this. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. the person will, well, what is that? What is, what is creating this? What is causing this? And then they, then they start the second wave of awakening and ascension and they start seeing this. Oh, I'm, I keep picking the wrong partner. So we are using the example of, um, you know, constantly picking partners. It's a pattern, picking partners that are not good mm-hmm. for you. And so mm-hmm. we go, you know, we go on and we pick the, pick, keep picking, keep picking, keep picking until finally you've had so much pain and suffering in your life that you just can no longer tolerate it. We call that rock bottom. And then at that point, mm-hmm. you start to awaken even more and you start seeing how is it that I'm picking the same person? So that, that I call this a, one of the major soul lessons that many individuals here are overcoming this thing. And it's very, very heart-wrenching because continuously choosing the wrong person to partner with can really destroy a life. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. so the best mm-hmm. thing to do is start to awaken, get help, get therapy, go to 12 step program, whatever it takes to get healthy. And, um, anyways, I'm a big believer in, um, getting assistance, whether it be a therapist, life coach, programs, spiritual retreat centers, whatever it takes to change these patterns that are so deeply ingrained. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, very, very, very uh, gone well said there, Michelle. And I, uh, you know, I, I was actually watching something this week that uh, relates to that. And, you know, and, and I, I think it said it was like the third, you know, step in the twelve-step program or whatnot. You know, but you know, the surrendering to help, you know, I think can be a really yeah. You know, challenge to a lot of people, no matter which way it is, you know, because, you know, no matter if it's, you know, alcohol addiction or, or whatever, you know, relationship type stuff, um, you know, because we think like, well, we can, you know, get it on our own, you know, we can fix this on our own. And, you know, but surrendering to help, I think, really, um, you know, have a lot of power in saying that, you know, um, and, and awareness, you know, like there is something going on here and I do mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. You know, to find out to find out the why, you know, and so, yeah. so yeah. Amazing. Uh, going back to that same example, going back to the same example, everyone around that person can see clearly what you're doing as far as creating situations where you're choosing the wrong partner for you. Like your family, mm-hmm. your friends will try to tell you, and or you know, and but then one day it clicks, and you realize, and then you start to change those patterns which mm-hmm. come from early childhood early childhood things like if you had mm-hmm. a mom who did the same thing and, and you're a daughter you may grow up and and create you know do those same patterns so mm-hmm. um addiction right, right. is and a I- very 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 sad and horrible thing because it is 
you know, generally small children are in the middle of it, and and they're the innocent ones. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we we want to get right. healthy. Yes, indeed, and you know, uh, you know, and it is very sad. Like you said, it can go on for from generation to generation. You know. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, but like you said, it does, it does definitely doesn't have to. And you know, I um, you know, I, you know, as you said, how a lot of you know picking the wrong kind of partner or picking the same kind of wrong partner again and again and again can be you know so frustrating, you know. And and, and I think the worst thing, one of the worst things you know someone could do is just be like, well, you know. I just give up on finding love and, you know, yeah. whatever yeah, else, you, don't want you know, to because, give up. Mm-hmm, because like, like I said on the show before, you know, and, and I think it's so true is that, you know, you know, because no matter, you know, if all those people you dated, you know, cheated on you or, you know, didn't show you the kind of affection you're supposed to or whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't love that was doing it to you. It was that person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, love never cheated right, on right. you. And love never left you. And, you know, yeah. and I think that really, you know, that alone, you know, should be enough to be like, okay, well, you know, uh, you know, really good perspective, I think. Um, yeah. So, yes. I, and, I, and I do but agree with you, It's another topic I, think, I could talk for hours on. I could talk for hours on addiction. <laughs> Oh yes, 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 for sure. And you know, and I, and I, I do agree with you. I think you know the fear of love and intimacy can, you know, is really, um, you know, one of the big, you know, hinders per se. You know, that can mm-hmm. cause a lot of the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so. Well, and so, you've heard yeah. me talk to, you've heard me talk to some of the callers about that exact thing. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to help the the caller with the fact that, you know, when you get to the point and you realize I'm not a victim, this is something I've been creating, then you're really on your way to seeing seeing the totality of it. And then the ego starts to unravel and Mm -hmm. you can begin to see, you know, why you've been creating. It's really you're, you're picking unavailable people. And it's because you yourself have a, a tremendous amount of fear around attachment, love, and intimacy. And so when we get to terms to that, when we, when we get to the root of that, then you can ask, well, why do I have so much fear of love and intimacy and relationships and attachment? Mm-hmm. And it's going to definitely go back to early childhood. But then, right. and then once you start facing those fears, on a daily basis, then the pattern starts to unravel and change. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, for sure. And, you know, and I and I think the awareness of why is, you know, obviously the first step. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I was, um, you know, researching uh, or or seeing some stuff this week about, um, you know, the com- what's known as the compulsive caregiver. You know, and and this person as a child, you know, was often to go along to get get along, and often fulfilled the parent role as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, either the parent was super sick and couldn't 
be the parent role or, you know, both the parents or one of the parents just kind of handle the stress of adult life and or there was so much fighting and the child felt like, you know, stepping up, you know, was the the way to prevent divorce or ultimately abandonment, you know. And uh mm-hmm. and so that child, if not aware, has a really high chance of growing up and as an adult doing the same kind of role of finding these high maintenance people to, you know, clean up after. You know what I mean? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what they did as a child. They were always cleaning up their parents' messes, so now let me, you know, clean up someone else's mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, so and that, it's a really sad. That mm-hmm. It's very sad because you get, that's, that's the trap. And then as mm-hmm. our loyal listeners know, Nick and I, we always bring up the Enneagram. We talk about the Enneagram. And I advise everyone to know what your type is. Um because that gives you huge clues into what underlying patterns are. And so what you just mentioned, Nick, that whole scenario, that would be a type two in the Enneagram, the the, um, people-pleaser caregiver type. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's nothing wrong with, you know, giving and and helping. But when you're fixated on that and you're doing it for your self-worth, then that's where you are going to run into some problems. Right, right, because, you know, while the helping can be their greatest virtue, it can also be their greatest <laughs> curse, yeah. you know what I mean, because yeah. because it's almost, uh, you know, just like anything, too much of anything can be not good, right, and uh, mm-hmm. and it does cross that line if not aware, you know, it can cross that line if not aware, um, and so, yes, that's exactly right with the number two, and so, so yes, it, the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, uh, really, you know, especially the Enneagram, like you said, can um, yeah. really show those are uh, all tools. Mm-hmm. Those uh, are all tools for awareness, ascension, enlightenment, um, spirituality. Those are amazing tools. Yes, yes. So if you'd like to find out any more about that, or if you've never heard of the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, uh, typing test, uh, feel free to either ask us if you get on the air tonight or you can message us on Facebook and we'll be glad to tell you more. And so, Michelle, we appreciate you discussing that with us as always. And as you said, we are just out of time uh, tonight for our discussion, but we thank you uh, for sharing those insights with us as you do each and every week, and uh, we thank you for that very much. And with that, we are now going to switch gears here and start taking uh, calls for the rest of the show tonight. So if you'd like to call in and you would like to speak and get a reading with Michelle, you may do so. Uh, That number, once more, is 929-477-1684. Please just press the 1 on your phone after you have called in so it will show you are wanting to come on the air this evening. When I bring you on the air, please just state your first name, where you're calling from, and since we are limited on time, um, we ask that you have one question ready for Michelle. And Michelle, is there anything you'd like to let the callers know this evening before we get going? Sure. So uh, feel free that when you do call in, if you have a comment or something to say about our topic of discussion this evening, we'd love to hear your opinions and what you think about it or what you have to say about it. And then uh, when we do take your call, state your name and where you're calling from. 
and then your your one question. And I ask that as I begin to read to you, please do not um, ask further questions or additional questions as I'm reading for you. Just we need to just um, allow the spirit to come through, and whatever information is meant for you will come. And then also, um, if something I say does not resonate with you, just let me know kindly that it's not resonating at the moment, but I do ask that you consider it and you write it down and you think about it. Because what I have found um, 20 years of doing this is, is that whatever is said during a reading um, is for your benefit and it does mean something. We're just not connecting the dots or we don't know exactly how it fits or where it belongs. So um, let's if, uh, if you are wanting to connect with a loved one on the other side, um, please state their name, their relationship to you, and about when they passed. And I wouldn't generally ask for these three things during a session, um, an individual private session, but because we're still limited in time, I don't have time to get into it. And I just have to quickly identify who you're wanting to talk to and try to reach that um, and make a connection for you as quickly as possible. And if you do have questions about love, um, your finances, work, a move, uh, I'm happy to take those calls too. And I think that's it. I think I covered it all. We ask that you always be very kind to both Nick and I. We are volunteers. We are here to assist and to help in any way that we can. So we ask that you have an open heart and open mind and be pleasant with us. And the more I'm feeling the warmth from you, the more eager I am to, to make those connections and give you a great and uh, wonderful spiritual experience. So please do um, always use kindness when calling in. Thank you. All righty. Thank you for that, Michelle. And with that, we will go ahead and go to our first caller of the evening tonight. <laughs> Uh, that it will be from the area code of 920. Welcome to the show. You are on the air with Michelle. Hi. Hi, Nick. Hi, Michelle. My hi name there. is... Hi. Um, my name is Amy, and I'm calling from Wisconsin. Hi. hi. Wisconsin. I'm li- I live in Wisconsin, too, Amy. <laughs> oh, you live in Wisconsin? I do, yep. I live um oh. well I don't want to stay on stay on air, but yeah, we we could be neighbors and not even know it. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, how are you this um, evening? I'll have to look at your website. Um so I'm calling in because um I wanna connect with my mom, Mary Susan on the other side. She passed away, um over a year ago in February and I've had to distance myself from, yeah. So I have had to distance myself from some of my family members and, you know, it still breaks my heart somewhat, but I'm just wondering what we should have to say about. Sure. Um, I don't know if she'll give me specific information about the family, uh, but one thing, um, I do feel like I'm sensing her, and she's pointing to her throat. This could mean many different things. It could mean she, there was a problem with her throat as she was passing, or it also could mean um, somebody isn't speaking what they should, or they're not saying what they should be saying. 
Um, does that make sense to me so far? Well, if it's in regard to my family, we're not really speaking to each other right now. Okay. So it has nothing to do with the way in which he passed or anything, any problems in the throat? Um, no. Okay. Then it's symbolic for um, specifically we're not saying or not speaking like what you said, which you've already told me that. So I want to try to get some evidence um, before we continue. So I want to know if she loved, had a hobby of singing or loved singing. Do you understand? Um, I'm not connecting to the singing. Okay. Okay. Because what she's showing me is kind of around and singing and she does this to lighten the mood or to help with sending love to the family. Um, let's see here. Okay. She seems a little, I think her personality when she was on the earth seemed a little more reserved. Is this her character? Um. Like maybe on the shy side, kind of reserved. She was conservative. I mean, you know, she had the opportunity, you know, maybe to purchase more expensive clothes, and she just never did that. But she was rather conservative. Yeah. Okay. Um, and do you understand politics? Is that? I'm just trying to see if this is make sure that this is her. Do you have a tendency toward politics or I, world yeah, events? I've or, kind of been watching and paying attention, I guess, more so than I ever have okay. been. Okay. So it's you. Um, let's see here now. Well, I can tell you that whenever there's family dynamics that um, that's I don't want to, they don't have emotions like we do, but it's just, I don't want to say she's sad about it because they don't, we don't have emotions like that on the other side, um, but she's very aware and assisting and helping and resolving some of those things. Now, um, I know there's singers in your family, there has to be because there's a gentleman coming in on dad's side now who is singing. So I really want to place that. Um, I have a nephew a, who enjoys singing, and he actually lives in California. Okay. Um, that just kind of popped well, into I think my it head. runs in the family. So I don't know why this is coming up, but it's, it is, and so I need to, you know, just say it, that there's a whole sure. lot of singing on the other side. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's not a whole lot she wants to say about the family dynamics. Um, any, any other message? I, I feel like these things are going to resolve itself. I think you need to take a step back and kind of wait for the dust to settle. Um, it just feels like warring happening 
Do you understand? Warring? Yeah, just like warring. Not on my end. No, not on your end. That's like stay put. Don't take take a seat or um, take a stand back and allow this to unfold the way it's going to unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this stuff, too, is past life, karmic, souls working things through with one another. Um, but your role in this is no role but to be a stand that these things get worked out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. To be a what? In- to, to be a stand. So without being involving yourself, a stand. Oh, okay. So without involving yourself, you're a stand sort of on the sidelines observing mm-hmm. and wishing well. And But, yeah, you are not to be involved in it. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not involving myself. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going back to saying that she's your mom seems to be reserved. She's not saying a whole lot, which tells me she wasn't very, you know, that's how she was when she was here. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have for you, Amy. That's all that's coming through. Okay. Okay. I hope it was helpful in some way. Well, it's you know kind of confirmational. I am. I'm not involving myself, and I yeah. have refused to give in to the negativity. And you know, even when mm-hmm. there, you know, things were bad, you really see, you know, people's true colors when, yeah. you know. Um, There isn't anything you can do to save this or rescue it or all that you can do is like what I said is to be a stand. Yeah. I, I'm just, I guess, practicing love from a distance. Right. So unfortunately. All right. Well, I thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate hearing from you. Okay. Thank you so much. You have a good night. All right. Thank Bye-bye you. Now. Alrighty. Beautiful reading there, Michelle. And any callers, listeners out there, uh, my co-host Michelle does offer private readings, which are much more in-depth and in-length uh, than we could ever get to here on a 90-minute program. So if you'd like to find out more about that and or to contact her about that, you can certainly do so on her Facebook at Michelle Fletcher or on her website at MediaMichelle.com, and that is Michelle spelled with one L. And with that, let's go ahead and go to our next caller of the evening tonight. That is going to be from the area code of 509. Welcome to the show. You are on the air with Michelle. Hi, Michelle. This is Mindy from Pasco, Washington. Hi, Mindy. How are you? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm I'm great. Um, so I, I just have a question for you. Um, maybe you could, um, give me some guidance as far as like what I've got coming up, um, with my legal stuff. 
and what you see coming out of that. Okay. Um, can you be more specific with what's happening with the legal stuff? Well, um, I've got a bunch of different cases, and so I'm just um, wondering, like, if you see anything that I should be aware of or any direction I should go for the best outcome for everybody. My kids and stuff. Well, I do. I feel like you are a very strong person. Excuse me. Um, I feel like you're very, very grounded in what you're doing, and it kind of seems like you know exactly what you're doing, and it's full force. And it kind of seems like it's chaotic, but the way I'm seeing it from a different perspective is very um, well put together, very organized, and um, it's it's very busy. Do you understand so far what I'm saying? Oh yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. I don't think that I don't think you need to doubt yourself in any way. I don't think there's anything you need to do differently. Um, it feels like you you are managing this better than <laughs> most people. Um, yeah. So are you, I don't understand. Are you an attorney, or you just have a lot of cases happening? No, I'm not an attorney. Well, I'm my own attorney most of the time, but um, in order to buy myself some time, I actually asked for public defenders on some of these charges. But um, I, I don't. I, I, I can't. I, I brought it. some. Okay, so none of it I was, none someone... of was really. Go ahead. I, I do see, um, I saw this early when you first called the, or when I first started speaking with you, um, justice prevailing. Um, I don't know if that's a question that you would like answered. Um, do you understand, Mindy? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of... I have a part in some of it, but a lot of it I don't, and it's just kind of happened to me. And and so um, out of retaliation, not out of retaliation, out of, out of concern and out of, you know, the public servants not doing their jobs, I stepped it up a little bit and um, probably shouldn't have done that hindsight. Um, no, I know I shouldn't have done that hindsight, but... Um, there was good reason for for it, um, and so I don't. I mean, I don't know, like with with that, what's the best thing for me to do in in that case? I guess for my kids and I. Okay. Hey, I, do, do you know, you know if I if I'm seeing being two years ahead of time? Um, this uh, there's something pivotal that is happening two years. Um, now I hope all this doesn't last that long, but um, what does the two years mean to you? Two years means that my daughter will be 18. Well, I mean, it'll be two and a half years when she'll be 18. Okay, what does that mean for the cases? 
not not anything for the case per se. I mean, I I don't know. My daughter said she would never okay. speak to me again if if I told her if I told what she had told me lately. But um, it's pivotal in this case because it shows what I was originally trying to okay. bring to the police's attention. So I made a commitment to my daughter that I would not say anything to protect her, but it's okay. it's ultimately that, um, that, crucial. That makes sense to me, the, the two years mark, so you're having to make, make these really big decisions. And so, and I think you're making the right choice. Otherwise, yeah, I don't the two know. years would not have come up. Yeah, so exactly. I am so if I, really, if I, I am really, that, I am really not. I am making that connection with the choice that you have to make. Yeah. So um, often make sure to take time for yourself and to breathe, relax, meditate, um, get into a peaceful space, find your equanimity during this time. Um, and the answer will be a in front of you, right in front of you. Like, so you won't know the whole outcome of all of this, but you'll know what to do in each step that you take. Does that make sense? If I meditate and just kind of sit with yeah. peace. Yeah. You'll know what to do each step that you take. So this is a journey. This is part of your life plan and your journey. Um, yeah, I don't It like was it. written in... <laughs> no. Nobody nobody I know, I don't want it. Nobody said it would be easy, but you are fully capable. And I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, you know, nothing gets handed to you or placed in your life that you're not fully capable of handling. Otherwise it wouldn't be there. So after all this is said and done you know, I'm going way into the future, you are going to benefit and reap so many spiritual gains and rewards from having this experience. So it will help you mm. in your next phase, many years to come. Okay. I don't know if I find peace in that or what, but I don't know if I should either because well, I don't you know can, what I've done. You can think about it. Yeah, you can think about it and... I guarantee you someday you're going to look back on all of this and you're going to be um, grateful. It's hard to, hard to believe. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you well, taking my call and I really appreciate well, I everything hope that you was do for everybody. To you. Well, thank you yeah, so much. I guess. Yeah, I was. Yes. <laughs> thank you. All right. God bless. Okay. okay. Yeah, thank Bye. you for calling in tonight. Have a good night. Alrighty, yes, another beautiful reading there, Michelle. And we're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. Uh, so, callers, listeners, if you'd like to call in with Michelle, uh, you can certainly still do so. That number is going to be 929-477-1684. That's 929-477-1684. And we'll be back right on the other side, continuing to take your calls right here on Journey into the Light Radio. I am very happy and delighted to announce that Journey into the Light Radio has now successfully been on the air for over 11 years now. It is a nonprofit organization dependent on listeners' contributions. 100% of your contribution goes towards the production cost of this show. 
We hope you will consider donating this evening. You may Vimo your contribution to Michelle Fletcher, or you may PayPal emailing to michellefletcher at me.com. That is Michelle spelled with one L. Both myself and Michelle appreciate your support, and always thank you for being a part of our show each and every Sunday right here on Journey into the Light Radio. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag Drifting through the wind Wanting to start again Do you ever feel Feel so paper thin Like a house of cards One blow from caving in Do you ever feel Already buried deep Six feet under screams But no one seems to hear a thing Do you know that there's Still a chance for you Cause there's a spark in you You just gotta ignite
welcome back here on Journey into Light Radio. We're in the middle of a live show tonight with me and my co-host, Michelle Fletcher, taking your calls for psychic mediumship readings this evening. If you'd like to call in, the phone lines are still open. Uh, that number is 929-477-1684. Please just press the one on your phone after you have called in. And let's go ahead and bring back on my co-host, Michelle. Welcome back, Michelle. Good to be back. <laughs> yes, thank you. And with that, let's go ahead and go to our next caller tonight. Uh, that is going to be from the area code of 780. 780, welcome to the show. You are on the air with Michelle. Hi, Nick and Michelle. It's Michelle. Oh, hi, Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> thank you for calling in this season. Thank you for taking my call. So I'll ask a question. Um, first quick question is, can you connect with someone that has Alzheimer's disease? Because unfortunately, I know she's already gone, but she's not passed. I can try. Okay. I can try. Let's do that then. Okay. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I give me no. her, her, her name. So it's Carol. It's my mom. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It must be so Thank difficult. You. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's been the last couple of weeks, especially, I think the energy, something's going on. So I've been grieving a lot. And mm-hmm. it's, it's tough because I'll never talk to yeah. her again. She doesn't want to talk to me. So. Oh, okay. Um, so the the first thing that I'm seeing, Michelle, I want to connect your mom to a gentleman that is already on the other side who's waiting for her. Um, and I, I don't know why he's showing me this feeding her obviously he's not feeding her because he's in the spirit world but he's this is when before she went this is when she was still um, walking around and able to function um she i just keep getting this vision of some a male feeding her from the spirit world so i don't know what that's about um the man is this her husband it could be a husband or her her father, but feels like okay, to me her probably husband. her father. Okay, probably okay. her father. Yeah. Okay. Um, just seeing various scenes of her being wheeled in a wheelchair. Do you understand that? I know most. Elderly people are willed in a wheel. I know this isn't her state now, but for whatever reason, I'm going to the time before she was unable to speak, right? So she can speak, but she just chooses not to, is what it is. But she does have a walker, so that doesn't surprise me. The wheelchair. Okay. Um Just really, I'm just viewing um, her mental state right now. I'm just, mm-hmm. her eyes seem kind of blurry to me. Um, 
she knows she knows where this is leading. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So I wouldn't want to live like this she's, myself. She's coming to terms with her own immortality, and she's accepting the way things are. Now, all the love that you're giving her is being received. So when you rub her back, when you're talking to her gently and softly, she hears all of that. Okay, Michelle? Okay. Thank you. Now, is she responding to what you're saying? Because I'm, I'm seeing that she's just taking it in, the things that you're saying. This is encouragement for you to keep talking to her because it's extremely comforting for her. Okay. So I'm not even close to where she is. Like she's like 4,000 kilometers away and I've chose not to go visit because she won't even talk to me. So it's hard to go visit because she's so far. Okay, so who who is the... Do you know who the person is who is talking to her, who's rubbing her back, who's speaking to her, these sorts of things? So she's in the hospital right now. So probably the nurses or her care coordinators have been amazing. Like I'd be lost without them. So that's probably okay. what you're picking up. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's what I'm picking up, Michelle. I think um, oh, okay. you're going to get to her. I think, I think it's, I, you're going to have the opportunity to do that. Okay. Do you understand? A little bit. Um, when she's nearing her end, I feel like this is you helping her. Oh, oh, okay. 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 So how does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. Okay. Um, and I think the reason this vision is coming through is to reassure you and help you. Okay. Um, and so, and then remember my words that when it does get to this point that she is hearing you, it is comforting. Don't take anything that's okay. happening personally right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm trying not to because, I mean, I know she's not there. It's a crazy disease. Right. So. right. So um, when the time comes that she's nearing, um, I, I, you're going to get, I feel you're going to get a lot of opportunity to, to sit with her okay. and be with her. And I really do. I, that's the point of the vision. Okay. And then Thank also you. to reaffirm and reassure you that she is getting excellent care. Because from what I can see, she is. Yeah. Thankfully, which makes my heart happy. It's just tough, right? I mean, yeah, I don't want my mom to pass, no. but I don't want her to suffer like this either. Right. Um, now, one single yellow balloon is being shown to me in my mind by. I don't think you're going to know what that means right now, but okay. it is symbolic for something. It's something for you to think about and to watch out for. Oh, okay. So, um, so it's a, they, I call this a gift from spirit and something that will make sense to you eventually. Okay. A symbol or a sign of some sort. 
So, um, I'm taking a look in spirit world as well, and um, her father is very close with her. And that's all I'm seeing at the moment. So I hope that was comforting to you. I hope that was helpful to you. It was. Thank you very much, Michelle. You're you're welcome. God bless. Take care. Yeah. And blessings to you both. Thank you. Alrighty, very tough reading there, Michelle, but very beautiful there. The way you uh, presented it, and um, thank you for that. And callers, listeners, if you'd like to speak with Michelle tonight, the phone lines are still open. Um, that number is going to be nine two nine four seven seven one six eight four. Yeah, let's go ahead and go to our next caller tonight. Uh, It'll be from the area code of 203. 203, welcome to the show. You're on the air with the show. Hi, this is Victoria, and I'm calling from Connecticut. Hi, Victoria. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I was just calling to see um, what you're seeing from me as far as a romantic relationship. Okay. Um, is there a little one around your energy? Um, I'm seeing a little daughter. Do you have any idea why I'd be seeing that? Or a little girl? Um, no. I have a nephew who's one year one year uh, one year old, but okay. Um, I I work with children. <laughs> okay, there is Victoria. So we don't. I am going to get to your relationship question in a second. There's one little girl specifically in the children that you work with that is very needy and always reaching for you and wanting your attention. So yes. do you off I know who you're talking okay, about. Okay, so so um she is crying for help for um feeling very afraid. Um it's not readily apparent that she's experiencing these fears, but what's motivating that is a deep insecurity and and she feels afraid. Mm-hmm. So you can just reassure her, um, you know, help her out with that. That you're okay. You're in a safe environment. You just kind of um, help her out a little bit and making her feel a little more secure and and wanted and um, you know that that she's loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I know that's not your relationship question, um, but that's what's coming no, that's up. Fine. It came up as soon as I connected with your voice. That was the very first thing I saw. <laughs> um, now, as far as relationship, so um, do you mind if I coach a little bit? I have some things that are coming up that may help you. Um, the, the first thing I want to say is when you're in communicating with someone that you're um, 
try to be very conscious of walls that are up. So you're not in a relationship now, correct? Correct. Okay, so when you're in a situation where there's you're speaking to a potential partner or someone that you might be interested in, be very conscious of walls and triggers and things. I, I feel that you are picky, which I'm, and there's nothing negative. I'm not saying that that's a negative thing or a bad thing per se, um, because you know what you're looking for. And if that person is not fitting that, you know, right, you're just very smart. You know, right away, nope, this isn't it. Um, it's mm-hmm. very something very specific that you are wanting and looking for. And so when that person isn't it, you just know immediately. So it's not, I don't like to use the word picky, but I did. So um, mm-hmm. but when you are speaking to someone you are interested in, um, be careful with, you know, you, you may get triggered and, and then walls come up. And so, and then we tend to react in that way. So there's a little bit of coaching for you. Now, um, it's, it, I'm not seeing anything in the immediate future. I see a lot of no's. Do you understand? Yeah, like from the past, you mean? Yeah, just nothing is, it's, nothing is clicked. Do you understand that? Do you under, it, it, I'm not seeing um, a connection. And possibly because, again, these people that you've been with in the past or dating, they have not fit what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I was seeing someone, um, his name was Josh, um, but that has ended like a month ago. Um, yeah. I um, was and you're very angry. About... I want to mm-hmm. talk to you about Josh. There's see you being very angry with him. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Valerie, go and revisit your relationship and and take something from it, your relationship with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, Victoria. Victoria. So that's also why I'm not seeing anything in your immediate future because you're you're not ready. Wanting to take some time. Mm -hmm. Do you see that ever, like us coming back together at all? It's interesting that you asked that because I I was actually um, moving toward that direction, but things have to change for it to work. Mm -hmm. Um, So if there is a reconciliation, Mm -hmm. um, there you Mm -hmm. have to drop some walls and guard and your guard down. Yeah. So if you do get the opportunity and the chance to reconcile, I would take I would take it. And I'm not saying you will mm-hmm. because I don't know I don't get to know everything. Um, but mm-hmm. if you do get the opportunity, we need to work on um, dropping the walls and and the reactions and the internal yeah. triggers. I would suggest finding a life coach 
or a, a really good therapist that can help you with these internal triggers. You're you're very triggered by him, and it's, and the more you care about someone, the more you get triggered because mm-hmm. if you totally open up and let that person in, then it would be a huge heartbreak. So might as well cut it short now. Do you understand this kind of thinking? Um, is this resonating? I know this is kind of harsh and it's difficult coaching, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to help you. Yeah. I mean, well, it kind of all started when he was starting to go through a lot of stress in his life. Like he was telling me he was going through a lot of stress with his job and some family issues and he really didn't want to tell me more about what was going on. Um, And he kept saying he's like a very private person. And, you know, I just started to, to kind of hear less of him from him. And um, in the meantime, he was reassuring me it had nothing to do with me or us. And, but it just, this lack of communication on his end made me feel Mm -hmm. extremely uncomfortable. And that triggered me, like you said, because in the past I've had, you know, issues where, you know, the guys I was, dating we're not communicating and so that's a really hard thing for me because I think I'm a pretty good communicator and I'm like that one who wants to talk about it and resolve it and like mm-hmm. you know be there for you like yeah. I, I think I I just really so wanted a... to be there for him so I didn't I don't know so I think me wanting to kind of talk about it kind of just made him want to not talk about it even more. And that kind of just caused the issue for us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. If um, there's an opportunity to reconcile, I feel that there isn't a chance. However, things have to change and there has to be more communication. And if he um, wants to, you know, put both feet in and commit 100%, then there's hope. For, for this relationship and um, mm-hmm. that, that there has to be some, you know, you're the classic, this relationship fits the classic avoidant pursuer. So he's the avoidant, you're mm-hmm. the pursuer. Even though it doesn't feel like you're mm-hmm. pursuing, you are. So he, he avoids, you pursue, and we, around and around we go. And these type of relationships are very difficult to sever th- those patterns but with a lot of work and, and help with a professional, I, I mean, I see, I see the possibility. I see possibility. Yeah. So if yeah. he comes back I mean, into your life and you have the opportunity, you know, move forward. Mm-hmm. Do you think he will be the one to come back into, into my life? Because I feel like at this point, I, I, feel like I shouldn't have to be that one since he's the one who kind of detached from me. Do you see him coming forward to to try to Remember, make things? Um, I said a couple of minutes ago, I, I can't answer that. That's an unknown, I, and I don't get to see and know everything because we're oh, okay. dealing with life lessons. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. 
But if he does come back, he, you, you guys need some major communication. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I agree with and that. And I do I do think there's a possibility that he's coming back. Okay. But we can't continue we can't continue the cycle. It's going to happen again. He'll avoid. You'll pursue. So if he does come back this time, we need we need to get and we need to talk to a professional to help uncover all of these things. Mm-hmm. Because he's crying right. out too. You know, avoidance can't find love. Avoidant men and women cannot find love. Because yeah. they're too busy avoiding. So he's he's hurting too. Yeah. I figured. Um, and you know, he seemed like he felt like really strongly for me and um was really excited about pursuing a relationship with me. So it was kind of all a big shock for me mm-hmm. when this all ended. So well, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope it all works out, and I really appreciate you calling in, and I hope what I said was helpful to you. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling in this Good evening. Okay. Oh. All righty. Thank you. Good reading there, Michelle. Thank you for that. And we are going to take a quick little break here, but we will be back on the other side right here on Journey into the Light Radio.
And welcome back here on Journey into the Light Radio. Uh, we are live tonight with me and my co-host, Michelle Fletcher, as we are every Sunday night here on Journey into Light at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern for 90 minutes. Uh, we hope this show is a place for you to find peace from the busy world out there and to get recharged and ready for the busy week ahead. Uh, as me and Michelle are always here on Sunday as Michelle takes your calls for readings uh, each Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern on Journey into Light Radio. Let's go ahead and bring back on my co-host, Michelle. Welcome back, Michelle. Good to be back. Yes, yes it is. And um, by the looks of it, we are just about out of time for this evening. Uh, not sure oh, if it was okay. the clocks going ahead or what, but <laughs> it was another quick show, uh, as always. Um, but yes, uh, but once again, they're very. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, if you want to keep going, we can uh, try to extend it some more. <laughs> but unfortunately, yes. Um, so, well, we appreciate you being on here. And um, so, before we let you go tonight, do you mind letting the callers and listeners know uh, one last time the best ways to uh, find out more about you and/or to get a hold of you? Sure. So you can visit my website, which is mediummichellewith1l.com, and you can go to my Facebook and send me a private message or a friend request. Alrighty, Very good. Uh, well, we hope you have a great week out there, Michelle, and we will see you here next Thank Sunday you. at 7 o'clock. Alrighty. Sounds good. Good night. Good night. Alrighty, that was Medium Michelle Fletcher, everyone. She will be back here next Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we apologize to anyone we could not get to tonight, as the phone lines always do stack up very early. Uh, so next Sunday, you can call in as early as 15 minutes before the show, which is 645 Central, 745 Eastern. We hope you all have a great week out there, everyone, and we hope to see you back here next Sunday at 7 o'clock right here on Journey Into the Light Radio.